You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Um, hi, you're listening to Hello Francis. My name is Chantel Dedeke and I'm your host. And I am recording this podcast from the confines of my bedroom because we're on week four of our uh, social, social isolation. And I'm with my dear friend and artist, um, Maxine Orangeburn. Hi, Chantel. Happy to be here. I'm um, happy that you're here virtually, and I am so excited because I can see you, no one else can see you, but you have this gorgeous virtual background that's your art piece, and that's also my desktop, so I've got this lovely layered effect of your beautiful art going on. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> um, Maxine and I, have, we talk, we've been talking frequently, and uh, she's been kind of holding me up too because I think you have to surround, as a creative person, it's great to surround yourself with other creative people. They kind of help you. And uh, you certainly have been doing that for me. So I'm so glad that you're here. Me too. Glad here. to have you as a creative uh, collab partnership of yeah. whatever, or whatever we are. Whatever we are. We're like a coalition. Creative friendship. Yeah. <laughs> We're like a coalition um, in Alliance, which I love. Matt, yeah. I'm not going to attempt to tell our audience all the things that you do in our <laughs> I can't even explain it either. Yesterday I was talking about that and I was like, I have an art business, but it has, a, it spawns a lot of arms and legs. Yes. That's a, I like that explanation. Um, do you want to run down if you'll run down and introduce, um, our audience to everything that you do? And um, I will try. Okay. Um, my main niche as an artist currently is with my abstract bridal portraits. I paint um, textured portraits of, typically they're given as wedding gifts, but um, a lot are for um, anniversary gifts as well. And um, I just like to have a very kind of fashion forward uh, style to them. And I love uh, just recreating the connection of the people in the photo um, in a unique artistic way. I think that's a really great explanation. I love your um, bridal pieces because it's like this perfect moment. And then it's, it's almost like you translated into this like magical. Yeah. Kind of world. I love it. It's um, I'm glad that I found that little niche and, um, and I can't wait to see what else happens with it. I'm just kind of like in a little bit of a holding pattern right now, but I'm, working on some things like to connect with photographers, mm -hmm. wedding photographers while they're all, all the weddings are being postponed. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like this might be a really good time to connect with them and uh, see what we can do together to like get co connected with all of their like clients from last year. I think that's a really great idea. And that's one of the things that I really love about our conversations is I'll call you and be like, hey, Maxine, I have this idea. What do you think? Or you'll call me and be like, hey, I've got this idea. What do you think? And then it usually spawns into something else. Yeah. And uh, like, I, I, yeah, exactly. You're one of those people that I am not afraid to share my creative ideas with. And I value you for that. Thank you. And um, it's just, it's a safe, creative place. 
Yes, and the feeling's mutual. It's so difficult because the creativity is very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Every time I and I and really you you and Melanie Moore, who's also an artist. I'm obviously not an artist, but I have been dabbling in some things. But you guys have really been mentoring me. Like each time I try to create something, and it's like little. I just, you know, I'm feeling more and more confident to kind of put it out there. And I think that I'm absorbing that confidence from you guys. So yeah, you just, there's no reason to be scared. Just kind of got to put it out there. I'll do it. Oh, I love it. Do it. More, it uh, you just got to keep doing the same thing over and over and it'll okay. become your style. Okay. I'm still working on that. <laughs> Um, but so you're an artist, but you also have like some other things. You're yeah, I'm an artist. I have formerly had a career as a graphic designer. I was a graphic designer at uh, Quicksilver for their uh, retail stores, like worldwide. Um, Quicksilver, Roxy, DC. I did mostly like window displays, and then um, anything that was like point of purchase, anything that was inside of a retail store. Uh, large-scale graphics that were like outside like barricades when the store was getting ready to open and um, also like trade show booths and all the corporate decor that happened for like sales meetings and stuff like that so so I think what you just said is so funny to me because and it's funny in a way that it's like okay you I'm like okay Maxine tell us what you're doing you're like well I'm you know painting these like wedding portraits or whatever and then all of a sudden you're like, boom, I designed the window fronts for Quicksilver and Roxy. And this is the point in the podcast where people are like, I'm sorry, who is this? Let me look <laughs> I love it. But that's so you, like you're just, to me, you just create and create and create. And it's all kind of the same. It's just the same. You're just like, yeah, this is just my thing. And that's well, yeah. And the way I like to talk about it a lot, and I'm sure you've heard me say this, is that I just enjoy the creative journey. Mm -hmm. And so there's like all these different like stops along the journey. And I'm just like always like uncovering what's next and like, can't wait to see what I stumble upon <laughs> just by opening the doors or whatever. I love that. And so everyone that's kind of listening is familiar with our podcast. is going to have heard your name because, uh, Sean Murphy was talking, he and I were talking about you on his podcast um, episode and people remember his because it was the episode that had the record uh, for the most F words um, on the, <laughs> on the, <laughs> you know, I, after we talked the other day, I started to um, listen to you guys and then I was really excited about listening to it and, um, and I got interrupted unfortunately and had like this crazy ass day, mm -hmm. but um. So I hope to finish listening to it. I did not hear what y'all said about me. Oh, we were just talking about your vibe and he was like, yeah, I just met her. And I was like, oh yeah, I love your vibe. And like, you know, he just really liked that, you know? Um, and I think a lot of, a lot of curious, curiously creative people are kind of like that as well. But yeah, I, I feel the same about Sean that I do about you. Like, I'm not scared to share the creative ideas with him. And he's always like open to listening to it. And is always like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So cool. I love it. And he just did a, um, some photos of you and we'll, we can get into that, but cause we're still not finished introducing what you like everything. <laughs> okay. What else do I do? <laughs> okay. So you're also a podcast host, right? Well, I'm just getting started with that. I recorded yes. the first one yesterday and, um, so far so good. I'm just working on getting the, um, video editing down to like, uh, I want to get it like basic, 
no one, no one that's listening can see the karate, the ninja fruit that you just did, but it's good. Um, because once I get it done once, then I'm going to have like a template that I can follow and I can do it, use it for every time. But just being, I'm, you know, I like post it. I do this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do it. And so I posted the graphic when I had scheduled the, um, interview for Monday. And, um, and so I'm like video coming soon. Here I am not getting it done. And now I have all these other things to do too. Script the mandate, I think, you know, like I, um, I never listen to our podcast episodes again. I just let them go. Yeah. We just let them go. I'm like, it's fine. You know, I really trust my team. I know that they're putting, you know, they're doing great on the editing side, but I just, um, I get nervous. I don't like sound. I think most people actually, I will say this. No one that I have interviewed or met likes the sound of their voice. Yeah. Yeah. Just let it go and be done. I'm not getting over that. Mm-mm. but we're still not done. You're also <laughs> in like an art gallery curator. Is that accurate? In- um, well, kind of. Yeah. So I'm a curator of artworks at Beachworks is something that, um, we've kind of, I kind of developed as a partnership with Beachworks and it's kind of like always growing. Mm-hmm. Um, so far what it is, is, um, I change out the artwork in the beachwork space every six months and if people don't know I'm sure most people do but beachworks is a co-working space here in Destin something that Destin doesn't really have besides I mean I guess there's kind of like shared office spaces but it's a cool new concept kind of like a we work but on a smaller scale and so um I curate art from uh, local artists from our area and um, I really love connecting with the other creative people. So I'm, I enjoy getting to know other artists that I maybe didn't know before and uh, putting together the artwork in a unique way. I love that. So you're just, to me, um, this like 360 creative person, like just everything that you're doing is, okay, I need to do this. I'm doing a little bit of this and just like very extroverted as well. So you're connecting people together and, you know, um, starting all these cool things. I love your vision. And, um, I'm going to get into some questions for you, but, um, I want to talk about myths about creative people with you. Cause I was reading an article the other day about, you know, when you say the word creative, I think, you people immediately like draw this picture in their brain of a creative person. What do you think are some of the myths about creative people? Well, like in that exact instance, for example, a lot of times people are like, Oh, you're so creative. I I can't even draw a stick figure or something like that. That's usually, there's a few people. I mean, there's a few things that people say that's one of them. And, but the thing is, is that to be creative, you don't have to be an artist. Mm. Um, Creativity is something that goes to, that should be used in everybody's life. And, um, you know, just when people say thinking outside of the box, that's being creative. And it's not always about painting or drawing or sculpting or whatever, but it's, you know, thinking in a different way to solve a problem, to create a solution in a unique way that maybe somebody didn't think about before, which is kind of, you know, this whole situation that we're in. 
we're seeing a lot of creative thinking. Yeah, there. I mean, the lots pressure. of new. I know new ideas. Like people are just like pressure cooking, and yeah. they have the time too. Because I, I feel like a lot of um, people that I know, and I do this sometimes too, will put your creativity on the back burner so that you could deal with more practical things, yeah. like the everyday things. But really, the creativity is what helps you kind of like get through the drudgery. I think of some of the mundaneness of life. Yeah. Um. And then I was reading that a lot of people think that creative people are not organized or, yeah, they're, yeah, or they're late. What, I'm like, what is, what are these myths? I'm, I'm a little, okay, uh, no. <laughs> Girl, I, you're always on time with me. So that is, <laughs> well, right now I am because I don't have to drive anywhere. I'm always late to the Maddie Kelly meetings. Well, that's the other thing is you serve on the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation board. <laughs> we serve on the board together and yeah. So there are all these myths, like, you know, creative people um, are, they're just so wrapped up in being creative or they're messy or. Um, have you ever seen that thing where it talks about a messy desk means you're uh, brilliant? brilliant? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I think that it's any given day. But when we stereotype people like that, like creative yeah. people have to be this way. Non-creative people have to be this way. You almost intimidate people from being creative or tapping yeah, into like the starving artist myth yes not not happening not happening <laughs> those artists don't like to starve man all the artists that i know are like i mean a lot of people just accept that and they're like oh yeah this is what it is but like mm -mm. a lot of people don't accept it and go big or go home yeah I love it. I like a debunking myths with you i think that that is super important and um you know you can what I love and about our conversations is like, it's not like you're an artist and you're nothing else, or it's not like you have to be a person who sells their art or you're not an artist. Right. Yeah. I'm an artist no matter what. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm haven't really been selling much art at all lately, but like I'm doing things in creative ways that like I never even imagined and just, I'm just kind of like sitting back and like letting the wheels turn mm, like right that. now. So I, I have a few other questions for you, but one is, okay, let's say someone's listening and they've got some time on their hands right now and maybe they want to try to create something for the first time or how do you break through some of the intimidation of like, you don't necessarily have to, um, what I love about your art, let me just back up a little bit, is that you don't always use the most obvious resources and tools and mediums to create. Mm -hmm. Like how does someone who is quote unquote self-proclaimed non-creative, how can they use this time to create something and just kind of break through some of that intimidation? Like what are some of the first steps? Um, well, and the, it's really, it's kind of hard to explain because like, I've been doing it so long that it's just kind of like ingrained in me mm. and it's just uh, finding the whatever helps you to turn your brain off mm. and just be as most open-minded as you possibly can mm -hmm. um, and if things like drinking help you a lot of people think that might help or other things whatever helps you to just relax your brain um, or like going on a walk you know, like that's a great way to turn your brain off and just, or meditating, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, 
doing something like that can help you to relax and settle into that state of turning your brain off. I um, love that. I think it's interesting. I've never, I mean, but you're so right. Like my brain's always on all the time. I feel like sometimes I have a hard time going to sleep because yeah. I'm like, uh, and I can, I bet that's something you and I have in common. Um, probably you're kind of sometimes. Yeah. Just drink, just drink sleep. <laughs> But it's why those damn wine, like pink parties do so well, because the more relaxed you are, I guess. Yeah. And so when I, I used to teach some of those for a while and, um, at the end of one of them, somebody said something one time that I was like, that's like the coolest compliment ever. She said, I didn't think about work one time through that whole painting class. Mm. And I was like, that's huge. That's, that's my goal. (laughs) I, um, you created the Spirit of Maddie Kelly Award, the first one for the foundation this year. And um, in due fashion, I, you know, called you and I was like, hey, we're thinking it kind of wants to be the colors of the logo or whatever, but just kind of whatever you want to do. You were like, yes. And we got it. And I was like, what is this? I love it so much. And it was like pieces of glass and like, other little pieces that honestly, some of that stuff, I probably just would have checked it. If you turned it into art, it was this beautiful. Yeah. I like, I have like these baskets in my art studio that just ha- I'll like, sometimes when I'm throwing stuff out, I just kind of like collect things. Mm. Uh, like I might want to use that later. Or I, we have had, I have helped uh, put together like some collage classes previously. Mm-hmm. And those are always fun. Um, but so I just have kind of like a lot of like stuff around from those type of things. <laughs> but, I love that because to me, that's more approachable art. Like if you think about it, you don't have to pick up a brush and expect there to be some sort of recognizable something in front yeah. of you. It right. can be as easy as gathering a bunch of magazines, cutting out things that you like, layering them or, you know, collecting things on a walk, bringing it back. Just don't like for me, don't pick anything that's alive. Bring it back to your house. <laughs> Leave no trace. Uh, but you know, whatever. Do what you want in your house. <laughs> like, but it like doesn't matter. Huh? Like, like picking flowers. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's the Girl Scout in me. I have a hard time picking things that are still like attached and like viable. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, but um, I love that about your art. Is it makes me think about art differently. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just like, oh, I would have never to think to put that bottle cap and that <laughs> red vine licorice stick. I don't know what you do. It's like, imagine. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll pay $2,000 for that. Take my money. <laughs> no. It's- I wish I, I do need to, you know, get some more uh, balls to ask for more money. <laughs> well, that's an everybody problem. It is so difficult. Um, that's a bad to me that's a difficult balance yeah and I don't know maybe that's my problem maybe I'm not asking for enough money and that's why I'm not selling enough of my art I feel like your art is gorgeous Hillary and I were talking about the antlers that you do yeah Hillary (laughs) loves those so much and she yeah she loves your stuff and um she was like I really want um some of the antlers that uh, Maxine does. She goes, but I think they're like two thousand bucks. She's like, girl, I can't even. Like, I can't do they that. They are not two thousand dollars. They are two hundred. And you're like, they're two hundred. And I'm like, we are getting Hillary some of those antlers. That is happening. You know what? Save me some antlers. Very flattered that she thought that. 
Yes, because, but, but again, to your point, I think that your the value of your art and for everybody is probably different than the perception of the value. Well, yeah, and that is one thing that like is so much easier for me to tell this to other artists it is your value is what can, I don't know if you can hear my dog whining. Okay. <laughs> he really wants to go outside, but he just had a bath. Oh. <laughs> um, because he went swimming in a pond earlier today, but the value you create the value, the value is whatever value you place on it. And so when, People are like starting out. I'm always like, if you don't, don't skimp yourself mm. because, um, you know, you're, you're worth what you say you're worth. And then you just have to like stick with that. Yeah. And so it's always harder to like raise your prices later. Oh, I see. So you're just like, come out the gate with it. And sometimes price will demonstrate value or it'll create the perception for you of what it's actually worth or what it is worth to someone else. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're gonna have a high price on it, like you need to make it uh, like have some finer details, you know, like the nicer canvas, the fine, the better, you know, make sure you finish it well and have a wire to hang it. Some people are like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 5,000 bucks. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm learning more about art through people like you um, and Melanie and Melanie's art. So beautiful. I'm such a fan of Melanie's art. I'm a fan of your art. I'm a fan of Melanie's art. I need it like all in my house everywhere. Yeah. Estelle Greggs. I love her. And she's, I've got, I actually own a piece of her art. I bought it at the festival of the arts two years ago. And um, I always move it around because I never know exactly where I want it. And it's one of those pieces that, um, I'm the only person in the house that really appreciates it. Uh-huh. And I don't care. I'll move out, I'll put that thing wherever I want, I'll put it on the ceiling in my bedroom. I don't care. I love it so much. What and is it? What it is, um, it's her farmer's market piece. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really beautiful. So great um, stuff. yeah, she's got a cool style. I really like it. But okay, so speaking of art and artists and all of that, what can our listeners do or what can people do in general to support artists during this time? Um, well, I have been really loving all the live music online. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so all those guys that are playing music, you can always, you know, send them a little tip on Venmo or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, contribute in whatever ways that you can. I just bought these really cool earrings the other day from a friend who has a jewelry company. They give back. Um, Ooh, for, I love it. For every um, thing you buy, they donate food to kids that need food. Ooh, nice. You want to plug that for her? Yeah, it's called Half United. Half United? Yeah. I love that. Um, right Halfunited.com. For every Half United product you purchase, you give seven meals to a child in need and empower adults through employment in the world's most vulnerable communities. I love that. So really, continuing to be engaged with artists, buy their wares, and I'm, I'm going to promote your stuff because I know that's always difficult for someone to do. Oh, but yeah, my digital background. Your that's digital backgrounds, that's something you and I, well, we didn't really collab on it. You had a great idea, and I was like, wait, my, maybe think about this too, and so I think you're doing both, but um, you, on your website, people can go and they can download virtual backgrounds that you've created of your art that, honestly, I'm going to take a photo of what it, what it looks like, and we'll share it, but... Um, and you can like upload it to Zoom. So it looks like you have this beautiful wall, not this wall that I've got behind me right now, but your wall. 
of your art. And you, you can also use it at your screensaver, which is my screensaver and a bunch of other things. But, and I, and you just created, you just, what, you just launched your second kind of round of that. Yeah, I'm releasing just like a group of them each Friday through the whole month of April. I just think it's so cool. I love them. Thanks. I, it's, it was, it's fun to create them and just kind of like, again, think outside of the box. And, um, I, uh, it's just a new way for me to share my art with the world. Cause like all these paintings are like inside right now and nobody can go to galleries. Nobody can, you know, like there's nowhere to see them. They're just like in the back of the office. Um, <laughs> well, you one, this painting, this painting that you see right here that you have on your desktop and on my, um, screen here, that's hanging in, uh, Dion's office. In oh, their, beautiful. Um, in their uh, hand Arendelle waiting little area. Hmm. I might have to fight him for that. I like it. And yeah, we've got to figure out what we're doing over there. I know. It's, well, and what I let you called and you were like, hey, because we've been on a few Zoom calls together. He said, let me bring you some artwork to put on your wall back there. <laughs> I was like, Okay, first of all, I'm super embarrassed. Second of all, like, that should already have our work back there. And I always have to explain it. Like, I don't know what this is, but it's nothing. And then we started talking about it, and I was like, well, but then you have to give it up. And then you were talking about maybe like a, a monthly rent thing, which I thought was a brilliant idea. And then the, the virtual backgrounds and all that kind of came from that conversation. But I think the lesson is like, just because we're socially isolated, doesn't mean that now is not the perfect time to call someone and be like, Hey, I have an idea. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, this is like the, the most amazing things happening right now with the way people are connecting and collaborating. I think it's like, I was just saying to somebody like, I feel like it's, I'm making decisions at a faster pace than normal. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And it, and that something like that is making is forcing people to connect with the right people more. Mm. Does that make sense? It's a lot of sense. I like that. And I think it's right. I mean, um, well, and then you're not competing. I mean, there's not, uh, Heather and I were talking the other day, Rees, about how much time meeting face-to-face -face actually takes up out of the day. So efficiency is like through the roof right now. You know, we're just getting a lot of stuff done. So maybe we have like more time to make, and decision, you know, you're not really waiting. Like, oh, I'm not going to make this decision because I need to meet with a group of people next week, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. Like, well, I'm going to do it. That's yeah. fine. Just make a phone call or a email. Yeah. Well, and you know, um, I'm hoping that you can hear the children screaming out my window right now. That's one of the lovely new backgrounds. <laughs> I love children. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> And they're all doing what they got to do and going to school. It's just become a new part of my new normal. Yeah. This is where my desk um, I'm Everybody that has families with children, I give everybody props right now. I'm like, I do not have kids. So I mean, I feel bad saying it, but I'm grateful that I don't have kids right now. Don't no, don't feel bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> but I give everybody like, gold stars for what y'all are doing. Like it is amazing. It is pretty amazing. My sister-in-law, uh, Jody, she has my little niece, Bella, and she's so cute. And Jody and, uh, works for our agency as well. And she's just like, wow, this is a lot of homeschooling. I mean, 
people are taking on just huge, you know, with the homeschooling and everything. Yeah. And, and just like, like having your kids around you all day. Yes. It, I mean, <sighs> yes. The quarantine is a real thing. Like it's I'm just like in really enjoying my house more than I ever have before and my yard. I love my yard and all the nature around like where we live in Destin is just so lush and green over here in this old part of Destin and we have like these beautiful oak trees and jasmine in our yard and just like I'm just there's this pergola over to the side of my house right outside this window right here where I was talking to you the other day and it, I'm like hanging out there more than I ever have and I just love it. That's awesome. I love the old part of Destin. I love that whole area. Yeah. I mean it well, and uh, Sean Murphy came out to you and took some photos too. And yeah. I saw two. Oh my God. What'd you say? I saw two. They're beautiful. Yeah. I just got the rest of them back yesterday. He sent me a link and there's some really good ones. So I'm going to probably post one or two later. Um, okay. But um, I had that whole photo shoot with no makeup. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice, but I think people. Like, I'm going to like, gonna be Alicia Keys today. I love, well, Alicia Keys is a badass one, so yeah. that's great. Okay, so we have time. Well, I just need to think we can do whatever we want, but <laughs> our intro always says we'll do it in less than 30 minutes. For the past four, we lied, so that's been fun, but. How um, long is Sean It was like over an hour. <laughs> it's. We were rambling a lot. He's got some crazy stories. We were rambling a lot. And we I'm were excited to listen to the new podcast that he and Corey have for both. Oh, me too. I actually have that on my listening list. I really want to listen to that because I feel like they're both kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like mad geniuses. And it's. They are. Like, collide. Put them together and it's crazy. I love that though. And they do a lot of brilliant things for Bo, which I'm a huge fan. But okay, so we've gone through all these things that you do, which I feel like is so admirable and crazy. And I love it so much. What is next for you? Ooh, mm. I don't know. <laughs> I love to sneak that question in. <laughs> and then the terror, people are like, what? why didn't you prep me? It's like, oh, yeah, I mean, this is the worst time to ask that question. I know. <laughs> um, well, I am working with Sean a little bit. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. And then also just hoping to grow my, my business with my abstract bridal portraits. Um, and I hope some, uh, let me also share a, a code to where people can go download a digital oh, background yeah. for free. Um, is that cool? Very. Just post it or whatever, or do I need to say it? Use um, the if you go to my website and any of the, so there's individual ones that you can download for $4 or there's bundles of three that are $10 to um, get one of just one of the individual ones for free. The discount code is wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't forget. I love it. Um, and then if you like it, then buy another one because it's only four dollars. Or buy a pack, a bundle. Yeah, or buy a bundle for ten bucks. You get three. There's mobile ones. There's some really cool vertical ones that have like some fashiony things, and then and there's ones like this that look like the arts hanging on the wall, and the one with the the record albums. That one's really cool. 
And then there's some other like bundle. There's like a Destin one that everything's kind of like BT. I loved them all. It was hard for me to choose, but you and I chose the same one. That's cool. Yeah. I have a few different ones that I just kind of rotate out. You want to see how I just change them out? Yes, please. <laughs> Ooh, I love that one. I love that one. This is that one with the record albums. That That's beautiful. I love that. that. This, this set of paintings, actually, I have no idea where that is. Um, I had it hanging at another um, co-working space in Pensacola, the co-work annex. Mm -hmm. and um I went back to pick it up and it, they were all gone what yeah okay but, so whoever has them they need to give them back well I just hope that they're being enjoyed in somebody's house and they're not like in a trash can no one would throw that in the trash Maxine <laughs> <laughs> no one you know what if people are listening you're the person that threw this in the trash how dare you god I hope they did not throw in the trash oh my god um, but yeah, so this is giving new life to those paintings. I love that. And I think you're so smart and you're always thinking about a new way to do something that, and I love that about your brain. You know what? Um, I just saw your post about your podcast with your grandma. Mm-hmm. Mamaw. <laughs> and I haven't listened to it yet, but a lot of these things that you're saying about me, come from my grandma, Grandma oh, Ina. I love that. You just uh, passed away like last year. Oh, I'm sorry. And, um, but she was always like a fountain of ideas and she was always crocheting and she was always um, giving, she had like the coolest craft, arts and crafts closet. And she was like the She's like the arts and crafts lady at our synagogue. So like all the little kids would always like be in, she was just always there with like a craft project and um, always crocheting all the time. And she would make like these crochet blankets and hats and stuff and just give them to people that needed blankets. Mm -hmm. And that's, and my other grandmother was very creative as well, but I think grandma, I know passed, passed that to me directly. <laughs> a lot of those things. Our grandmas, they're the, I mean, to me, they're like our foundation. It's such yeah. a joy to like, you know, to have such an impactful grandparent. Yes. And I was, I've been lucky to have several impactful grandparents. I say several, but you know, like. Yeah, they're all amazing. They're all amazing. And you have two creative grandmas and you're just like, and then it's Maxine. And then you're just like creating all the things. Yeah. I love that so much. Well. Selling insurance on the side. <laughs> Thanks for putting that in there in the, <laughs> because I'm sure people are thinking, oh my gosh, you do everything. Yeah. I, you. I don't know how I have all the time in the day. I really don't have enough time. Well, I mean, I think it's okay to be like, okay, for a few days you're working on this and you're working on something else and you know. Yeah. And now that I'm working at home, it's kind of like, oh, I can just keep working if I need to. And like, I don't have to paint tonight if I don't really need to. I have other stuff that I need to be working on. Mm. Well, I love you so much. You're a joy. Thanks. Likewise. I am so glad that you spent some time with me today and we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to share your website 
and your the discount code for people to get a free virtual background. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to share halfunitedjewelry.com stuff. And um, maybe we'll talk Sean into letting us borrow one of his photos for you for promotion as well. And we'll give Oh, I will. Yeah, I'm sure that okay. would be cool. Well, thank you again for being with us, Maxine. You're amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chantel. This was fun. And um, if you're listening, please, and hopefully you are listening because I don't know how else you get this, but <laughs> like, I don't know, like, comment, share, or you can send us an email, hello at francisroy.com. Um, until next time, friends, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.